Yeah. Hey, dudes. Oh, my goodness. What up? Oh, we are right on time today. And I know it's not going to work out because there's no time to talk in between. Uh, we're doing a little kind of a fun thing today, guys. Um, it's fun. It's Everything's fun. Even terrible things are fun. That's what's the problem with the world. Mm. Um, I wanted to do, I wanted to break the half an hour up into three, into three 10 minute chunks and focus on one topic for each 10 minutes. So, Siri. Hey, Siri. Oh, God. Give me a 10 minute countdown. Your timer is set for 10 All right. Minutes. What's our first topic? Um, do we want to go with yours? No, mine? let's start with fun, and then we'll work our way through terribleness. Okay. Well, it was just kind of on my mind recently. It was just Quentin Tarantino. But you started with let's talk about Holly- Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I'm like, two things. One, I haven't seen it, and I can't. Right. I don't have and time to. And I don't to- want to dive deep into like the movie and everything. I will say in within the movie, it's awesome. It follows, two, it follows a, a fictional uh, actor who's... Coming off hot on t- a TV series, and he doesn't know what he's going to do. He, if he can get movies or other TV, he's always playing the bad guy. Um, this character is Leonardo DiCaprio. And his stunt double is Brad Pitt. And they're buddy-buddy. Brad Pitt isn't getting much work because Leo's not getting much work, but he still kind of has him around, pays and, him. And as everyone like, knows this is based on a real story. It's ba- It's got real events within it, but a lot of it is fictional as well. It is, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's Tarantino. That makes sense. Exactly. So there are... But the but the truth element is really the, the love letter it is to old TV, old Hollywood, old movies. Right. They, sh- they literally shut down Hollywood Boulevard and turned it into the 60s. Uh, wow. He's like one of the first directors to ever do that, I believe. That's pretty cool. Um, and I think I... Wait, in the movie or Tarantino did it? Tarantino did it for the movie. Wow. Because the movie takes place during Charles Again, Manson time. Right. Haven't seen it. And I was like, can you do it without spoilers? I, I'm not going to give away anything in the movie. I think the reason why I wanted to talk about it was just to talk about that time and how cinema in Hollywood and, and how it was looked at in that time before that hippie era right. and how um, just it was just not royalty, but like so like uh unobtainable i guess but right in front of you the whole like movies and pictures and all of that and how it was far more magical than it was so magical yeah. it was a really magical time and i was thinking how different it is now and how oversaturated depending it is depending on who you are though like if you're a little kid it's still magical at any time true but but even I don't know. There's still something different about that generation, and maybe like totally. I'm not. I'm like not going, disagreeing with that. Like for a kid now, they 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 want to see a new movie or a big magical moment. They can do it at their home in their living room with the Netflix or their iPad or whatever. You know, that magic still exists, but it's in a different format. Right. For a little kid in say the '60s, that magic was you know waiting for the movie to come out it comes out it's opening night you go you get the ticket they rip the ticket you're in the theater you're seeing jaws for the first time you're seeing whatever you're remember seeing remember that really magical time. movie last action hero when they ripped the ticket what a magical film that was <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was curious what what's your like earliest memory of go and i know you don't go see a lot of movies but, but I you do appreciate I, it of course i understand that it exists and right well I, try, I almost tried to cram well, those in. Those are two different things. Appreciate and understanding <laughs> it exists. I, I agree that it is bit. a thing. I understand what's that, your that, that takes up matter. What's your question? Um, d- what's your like earliest memory of going to a movie to a theater? That's a good question. Uh, and like, what movie was it? And and like an excited memory. Like, sure. You know, when yeah, you were yeah, really yeah. excited about to um, see. E.T. E.T.? That's the first thing that came to, my, comes to my mind, yeah. That's a good one. And I was so fucking freaked out and scared. Really? I think it was like three. Wow. And I, three? I, you remember that? 
I th- I, I'm, I'm, if someone wants to check the dates, that's what I'm guessing. Well, that's what I'm here for, man. All right. Without giving away, yeah, I guess I'll give it away. I like how I had Cooper. Uh, we don't edit very much here, except when we have hold to. Hold on, hold on. I, I edit sometimes a lot on some episodes. What I'm saying is. With Josh's kids' episodes, that was a. Yeah. That, that was, was the one frenzy. time we had to hack up something for time and craziness. But I tried to everything do else. We only little. I w- I'm trying to give up a little bit of my insecurities here and my my. But you're you're you're. 1982. Your 82. Okay, so I was five. You're five. Okay. Yeah, so um, I had this running theme that it, 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 this is where I was going with this. Um, that even though I make jokes like oh, I'm old guy, um, I also have never said how old I am, even though it's really easy to figure out and it's not a secret. But I like the idea that I've never said it, and I actually had Cooper bleep out me saying my age a couple episodes ago, and he was like, "You really want to do that?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's funny." I was like, "I'm not fooling anybody." At this point now, it's it's like funny. My personal view on it is like <laughs> I, I I don't like when people in general, not on air, but in general, like hide their age. I think you should own it. And like it's it's like how Joe old Biden you are. Yeah, I mean like what's I mean I think work. you're first of all I think you're a, a great looking man for your age. Oh, come on, it's not I like that. But no, but it's not like you you look like super old and and you have this old guy syndrome. No, you have that in other ways, maybe yeah. with how you operate. Sure. Um, but I don't. Yeah, I just think like uh, I don't know. I, I think you're not in the category of people that really need to be like. Uh, like I don't want to tell anybody my age. There no, are people we not. know. There's one friend we know. I probably don't. I don't oh, we want to say. It. I know yeah, what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. It, but, but he. I don't think anybody. No one knows. Knows his age. No one knows. Um. Yes. I have my theories, but I have nothing to corroborate. I. Right, I, I don't right. know for sure. It's really right. funny. So yes, um, I was five years old. I was freaked out, but I remember like going to the movie theater. We used to. I'm from Maine. And apparently the closest big theater to – I'm from I'm no, like an hour north of Bangor, if that means anything to anyone. Shout out Bangor. It's, yeah. It's basically the boonies. Like it's the boonies. Yeah. Um, and we used to go to Brewer, which is an unknown town. Brewer, it's by Bangor. We went to the movie theater, and it really was a magical experience. I remember like kind of how it was laid out. Yeah. Uh, I remember – E.T., I spent, I think, the majority of the movie on my mother's neck with my head buried in it because I was so freaked out. I think the one moment that really freaked me out was when uh, he was dying in the gutter and he was all white and pale. Like, for some reason, E.T. normal wasn't quite as scary, but him dying, like, freaked me out. Yeah. Um, but what about you? What was yours? Well, one that keeps coming to mind, it wasn't even like I was really young, but it was uh, really memorable, was seeing the first Matrix in theaters. Woo! Yeah, which was just so, like... Not futuristic, but somewhat futuristic, uh-huh. but just so wild. And I think I was still young enough to be like, "What the hell am I that watching?" That movie changed the fucking. Well, so did ET. These were groundbreaking. Yeah, it films. seemed like such a movie that like really put an imprint on like what was possible. And and every all bets were off after that. Right. You know, like it felt like all right. Well, now what? And it just keeps getting so insane. Man, Star um, Wars still impresses when you watch it. Like. How right. they did the spaceships and like it still looks right. great. I don't know, it's crazy. Yeah, um, but wasn't I think, a lot of CG models. I think and there's this and there's even seeing the trailers when I went to see Once Upon a no Time CG. the the trailers for the new stuff coming out it just looks so epic and so amazing. Um, I what I really liked about this movie and I guess why I wanted to bring it up was it's like one of the only uh, you know original screenplays of the summer. Considering this whole summer's just been a lot of like. 25 year anniversary like or every 20 years they remake a yeah. movie so it's been a lot of remakes it's been a lot of superhero movies it's been a lot of 
things that are already done, stories already there, whatever. Right. And I'm not saying those scripts are bad. They they really kill it, and those movies are great. But but it's just nice sometimes to see something that's very original yeah. with no CGI, this remake with shit no is green screen. Totally out of Quentin hand. Tarantino only shoots in film. Um, that part I he's love. He's offering the movie in 35 millimeter. He's offering it in all you know all viewing I like, capacities. Overall, I like Tarantino. It's he's hard great. to dislike he's him. He's, he's like a, a cinephile, weirdo nerdy weirdo that dude. commits. Yeah. He doesn't fake it. He's con- you know that he constantly yeah, lives genuine. in a world of what's my story going to be. And, and I think that's like the he's a very great example of authenticity. And you were saying he said he was going to do ten films. Well, his whole thing is that he's going to do ten films and he's done. And, that's he, such and bullshit. he says, well, he says he, he's, he's not, like he's like ten films just seems you know perfect to me. It's a, it's a it's a great like portfolio of films. And he's he says uh, he makes a good point where I actually kind of maybe believe him where he's like I'm not necessarily not going to write films anymore. It's just from like. Writing, producing, directing—I'm doing ten, and sure. and and after that, I just—he just got married. He's like, I just got married. Oh. I want to—I want to have kids. He's sixty-two. I'm not sure, but his wife is not. Uh, she's very young. <laughs> she's an actress. She's an actress. She's very young. She's beautiful. Right. Um, oh, really? Yeah. And I apparently, see they're, they're very—they're actually very, very much in love. And, like, and you say really, that like you know. <laughs> I talked to him the other day. He was like, very much love. Even he doesn't know. Trust me, I'm not saying this like I know either. I don't. But love is such an elusive it's thing an elusive to define. Thing. But that I will say, I, I, I get wouldn't it. be surprised if they're divorced in three years. I Honestly, get it. Sorry, where he's Clint, like, Clinton. I'm hope Clinton. Clinton. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. But in this town, he probably shouldn't have married her because that's half his wealth out the door in three years. Well, such a negative. I'm such a negative Nancy. Could have signed. They could have signed a prenup. <laughs> Um, like that matters. Like that sure fucking does. matters. Pre- yes, it, why wouldn't it matter? That's we'll do a, a research for the next time we talk. Let's find out if any woman who's had a prenup has still gotten half the money in California. I, I want to see if that's they true. They get something because it's in the agreement, but it's a law agreement, a, a, a legal agreement saying this is what you'll get if we get divorced. Right. It's not like a straight up 50%. Hey, man, I hope. I'm absolutely wrong because every once in a while, like in your case, love is real and it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, no, no, but no. But most of the time, it is bullshit and a train wreck just waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so he wants to <laughs> settle down and just you know relax, and I get that. He's had a hell of a him. career. What's gonna happen is he's gonna retire. He's gonna close the, sh- the shop, and he's gonna come back after five years. I can't do it. I need to make another film. No, he said he'll still write films. He'll still write films. That's the end of the subject. Boom. All right. Hey, Siri. Ten-minute countdown. All right. Um, I'm a freak for Bernie Sanders. It's true. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to apologize for it. He's given me only one reason in his career to ever feel like he's not the guy that could handle putting America back in the right goddamn direction. And that was when he supported Hillary Clinton to try to block Trump from getting the presidency. And although I... I don't like it. I I'm, I mean, forgiving it. What does that? that doesn't mean anything. I understand why he did it. I totally understand why he did it. He was freaked out about Trump getting it. He was like, what can I do to help this process? I got to support America. We got to stop this guy. And he supported someone who did not deserve his support, nor did he want to give her his support. I bet you asked me. He's like, no, I didn't want to give her my support. Um, he did it. That's the one chink in the armor. And I completely understand. Mm. Um, there's a lot of new candidates this uh, this cycle. He's not the only decent person in the race this time. Um, I have a friend who likes uh, Kamala Harris, and I asked him why, and he couldn't really answer me. So I'm like, okay, well, I, I don't. I, I like Bernie. You like Kamala. That's great. But I, I'd love for you to tell me why, if you're going to do that. Just figure out why. Don't just yeah. pick someone you like. You're too old now to just do that. Um, 
I don't love Elizabeth Warren. Uh, she she has worked really hard for people. Like I'm not saying she's not a, a nice lady, but there's something the the full throated support of Hillary pissed me off. I know why she did it, but there's something about her, and I don't know exactly what it is. The the I get phony excitement from her. Like sometimes she gets excited, and I feel like she's putting it on. I never feel that from Bernie. How do you feel about Bernie's uh, uh, pitch to end all of college debt, and and where do you think he's going to get that money from? Well, first of all, because that's a that's a. I'm not saying it's not great. It's just that's a big thing, like yeah, to, sure. to promise a whole nation. First of all, money's not real, right? Right. You know what I mean? We have a fiat currency, fiat currency, however you want to pronounce it. Our dollar has not been backed by gold for a long time. For a long time, it was like three cents of every dollar was backed by gold. Now it's not real. Yeah. The Federal Reserve prints money whenever they want. Um, I truly, like, I woke up this morning, actually, it's kind of funny you say this. I woke up this morning and I was like, that's really the scam. Um, uh, the 1%, the, the people in power, they, they generate all this f- phony funding to go into war. Uh-huh. They profit on the backs of... of uh, um, uh, Contracts for the military, like tanks and and armor, and, and they but private companies and security and and all the revenue you make, and you take over an area and you you bring in construction, and you make money, like the whole you know the, the whole Bush administration uh, Cheney thing, like where they just like, and then you make all that money and you don't pay back that money. Yeah. That's the plan. Yeah. You like, oh, we're gonna borrow this money and we're gonna make you know we're gonna get the money. When Bush was like, we're gonna make money in the oil. Don't worry. And then of course that didn't happen. It was the right, opposite, right, and right. gas prices tripled. Right. They just don't pay the money back. That's where the deficit comes from. Mm-hmm. It, we had, we're $25 trillion. Is that what it is now? $25 trillion in debt? Who knows? Right. And it just keeps going up, going up. Right. No one hacks at it. No one changes that shit. Plus, um, you've got, remember, this is a little deeper than if you want to do your research. I'm not speculating on This is a fact. The day before 9-11, September 10th, 2001, Donald Rumsfeld said to whatever House Committee, Jurisdiction, Congress, Legislature, group of whatever, I don't know what room he was in. Uh-huh. He was like, hey, um, the Pentagon can't account for $2 trillion, and we don't really know where it is. And everybody in the room laughed. $2 trillion. Not like $200,000, $200, $200 trillion, $2 Can you wrap your head around a trillion? No. 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 And so we're talking about happens? actual money that, that can't be accounted for. He's like, uh, it's not like, oh, we have this, we had to make up this money. He's like, here's $2, two trillion, and uh, we don't know where it went. You don't know where you, you don't know where it went. The next day, the the towers come down. Three thousand people die. Five thousand, you know, first responders are now dying of cancer. Um, no, everyone forgot about the two trillion. Immediately, wasn't important. Again, these are all these are this is fake money too. What is a debt? What isn't? Wrap your head around a fucking national debt. What does it mean? I don't know what it fucking means. It just means we owe that money, but it's to ourselves, so let's just forgive it. Whatever. If Bernie Sanders wants to fight to relieve all of college debt, and we're spending $900 million every year. I actually meant to say billion there. $900 billion a year. And I check Wikipedia. They have it at $693 billion a year. But an article on Balance.com had it at $989 billion a year. That's almost a trillion dollars. Every year. That's more than South Korea, Germany, Japan, France, India, the UK, Russia, Saudi Arabia, and China combined. So the next time somebody goes, where are we going to get the money? Where are we going to get the money? You can say, 
from the military. And every year we bail out the banks. And every year um, Wall Street uh, makes money by literally screw making up for, again, remember um, the big short? I don't understand how these algorithms work because they were designed by way more intelligent mathematical people than I'll ever be. But what they are is they're scams. They're schemes. When you say, oh, I'm lumping together bad mortgage loans, like I don't know what the fuck that means. But guess what? It's a scam to screw people out of money where where the banks can create money based on a loan that people are taking out because they can finally afford them mm-hmm. and then that money's not real mm-hmm. it's not fucking real they just make it up and they give it out and the bubble grows and the bubble grows and it's not real money that's the problem so if we can fuck um uh, wall street if we can get um we can diminish the na- the an annual fucking mo- cost of the military that's completely there's tanks being made that we don't need anymore right, but right. see that's what people don't understand and i can only somewhat grasp is in every district in every area there's one congressman or two congress ladies and and they're all like oh, my district needs me blah 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 there's all these different things where it's like when you know pork things that are in bills that that's not really part of the bill uh-huh. every one of these hundreds of thousands of fucking bills is geared to keep that tank contract open and keep that money coming in for those tanks for that district because the one guy, the senator there, is in cahoots with the governor. And like it, we don't know about it, but it matters to that little group. Well, there's thousands of those groups, and there's tens of thousands of contracts that don't need to be – that's just wasted money. And they don't want you to think about it because it's fucking complicated. How easy is it, though, for one person to get rid of all of that? By it's not about office. getting rid of it all. It's about getting someone in office who's going to start – the machinery to start taking one at a time. This one isn't necessary. Let's get rid of it. It's a one. It's it's a big job, and nobody wants to be holding that hot potato. And maybe Kamala Harris, maybe Warren. I don't know for sure. But the only one I know that not only has been saying it for this cycle, but has been saying it since the beginning of his career that we got to change things. He didn't. He's the only one, maybe two or three. But the only one that I know of, that major uh, uh, politician, who voted no on the Iraq War. Twice, the Patriot Act twice, or whatever. However many times they tried to push it through, everyone else like, oh, I didn't know, I didn't know at the time it was a mistake, but I've learned. Bernie knew. Why didn't you know? Yeah. Bernie fucking knew in real time in early two thousands. No, these are these are gonna you're gonna destable the the area. We're gonna we're gonna lose American lives. We're gonna kill a half a million fucking Iraqis. And what did we get? Does anyone now go? Yeah, it was really good. And everyone knows that was a shit fucking plan. Yeah. Bernie's never been on the wrong side of history. This week, he went to Canada to take people who need cancer patients who needed insulin to Canada to buy literally almost a year's worth of insulin at the price that would have cost them for one month. Crazy. Something like that. It was like 10 times. Actually, it's more than that. Some lady was like, it's 350 bucks for one to two weeks of this product for me. In Canada, it's between $26 and $36 for the same thing. Yeah, we have the worst healthcare program It's here. fucking it's evil. And these are the same small people like this contract, blah, blah, blah. And this um, um, uh, pharmaceutical company gave me this much money, so I can't vote for this bill. And I can't. And I got to distract by this other thing like, oh, calling someone a name. And now you don't have to fucking uh, focus on if it. If Trump loses, I cannot wait for him just to get he has to lose of indictments and his kids. Oh, it's going to be so juicy. Whoever, what what Bernie needs to do, because there's this weird sort of fucking thing out there where people are like, oh, Bernie, black people don't like Bernie. It's not fucking true. But all Bernie, what Bernie has to do is get one of these amazing people, Senator Warren, Harris, um, so as his running mate. Don't fight each other. Don't try to be the first fucking woman president. It's going to happen. Don't worry. Maybe it's going to be you next cycle. But in the meantime, Bernie is the figurehead for change and for honesty and goodness and the, and the people and not profits, all that stuff. Support him. One of you motherfuckers say, I will run with you, Bernie, and we will kick this piece of shit's 
ass out into the street and maybe we can enforce some of these crime some of these um, investigations and actually put this guy away yeah. wouldn't that be would be better than beating Trump is actually putting him in jail after beating his ass he will be put in jail after they anybody God. beats him anybody that would change America because as soon as he is not president he is a, is a citizen of the country do you know how strong that would be for America to say not only would you be fuck up did the third of us vote for this piece of shit but we saw our mistake, and we actually punished somebody. We punished a quote-unquote billionaire. I don't think that guy's worth 50 bucks. I think it's all a ruse, like his fucking hair. He's a disappointment. He's a joke. He's the biggest narcissist that has ever existed, at least that I can see and with my fucking eyes. And he became president, and it is gut-wrenchingly embarrassing. That fact is fucking embarrassing. And I don't—, I don't, I don't Yeah, sorry. Um <laughs> I'm just tired of like I don't know everything. Like I don't I don't fully understand some of the things that I say, but I try to be as honest about that but still throw out what I do know as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And I've, I during the after the 2016 cycle, I lost all fucking interest. I was I was I won't get go depressed cuz that didn't that doesn't I don't let politics control my depression, but I was just done. I can't yeah. I couldn't even be involved because it was such a ludicrous pile of horseshit. Yeah. Um it sucked. But when it comes back and Bernie comes, honestly, oh. my apathy is fucking cured, thanks to Bernie. Yeah. He's the one that gets me excited. All right. Boom. We got one more. One more. Hey, Siri. Ten-minute countdown. Okay. This was kind of a big one, and it's a really broad, and I don't think you and I know a ton about the details, but there's enough of it. It's big. It's problem big enough for us to sort of generalize, I think, and that's... Sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. Pro, um, uh, pedophilia, we touched on it last week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, um, sex slaves, mm. sex trafficking. Um, yeah. Relationships where where uh, someone's being abused by their spouse. Like, yeah. like uh, there's... Uh, this. I watched the Michael Jackson thing. Yeah, uh, tough one. Can I tell you the truth? What? I watched it twice. Ew. Yeah, exactly. I, and I have to be honest about that. Like, it was so riveting. And I'll tell you right now. I picked up something huge that I didn't pick up the first time. What's that? Um, and I'm sorry, spoilers, if anyone's... if you're tur- oh, it's, it's Earmuffs already, if you haven't seen gone. Leaving Neverland. Um, at the end, um, and I forget... I'm so sorry, I forget one of these guys' names. But, um, um, what's his name? The kid from Australia. There's mm-hmm. two There's two dudes in it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kid from Australia. Um, what's his name? Brad, Braun. Something. Um, Bryce? No. Um, Brian? I apologize, guys. That's not fair for me to not know these guys' names. Well, you looked it up, Cooper. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, so there were two guys. There was one kid from Simi Valley and one kid from Australia. And um, actually, I, what is it with, with Michael and little white boys? Like, why white boys? What's I know he's crazy, and it's hard to imagine speculating, but that's doubly weird. Um, so at the end of their, near the, like the second part where they're talking about... Wade and James. Thank you. So Wade Robson. Who ended up being choreographer for NSYNC, um, which is where I'm going with this, and James uh, Safechuck. Safe Chuck. <laughs> I remembered. Um, so Jimmy Safechuck and <laughs> Wade Robson, at the when they got older, when they told their stories about how they dealt with them as young adults, like 20s and whatnot, you could see that um, James Safechuck was far more destroyed just in his normal like everyday routine he even said he would go outside and he would do his best to appear normal and then he would come home and just be a wreck just very plain where robson seemed to 
seemed to deal with it in a much more healthy way. Like, it didn't affect him as much. He seemed to even, like, deal with it in a somewhat calm manner by comparison. And I didn't, I didn't really think about it. I mean, you're watching the fir- in real time the first time, and you're like, oh, wow, this is fucking crazy. Long story short, what I gathered was, and I don't know what this means, it's just an interesting aspect of human nature, is I truly feel like Robson dealt with it better because even though he was molested and abused by a grown man and didn't know at the time that it was what it was, he was being groomed to be an abused child. It was fucking insane. But he got something from it. His connection to Michael and the dancing and his career was absolutely a partly a product of that relationship, right? He didn't become um, NSYNC's uh, choreographer because he was a kid from Australia who liked to dance. He, he but started, he became a good dancer. He's a very well, good dancer. He would have been a good dancer. I'm not questioning that. What I'm saying is it was Michael who inspired him to dance initially. So that that connection was his, yeah, was, was from weird. the beginning. And then it was nurtured by Michael the whole time. That's why it's so sad because it's somebody who looked up to his whole life and really oh, yeah. loved them. Like, oh, yeah. That's why it's really freaky. Here's why things aren't as easy to break down as people would like them to be. They aren't just like Trump's evil, Bernie's good, end of story. There's so many moving parts. It's not like, oh, we, how are we going to pay for college? Like, we, There's lots of ways. <laughs> there's lots of bloated, wasted money in this country. Let's break it down. But those industries don't want you to break it down. So they're like, how are you going to do it, Bernie? That's crazy. No, it's not crazy, but it's going to affect you. You're going to lose money. So uh, accept that. Um, he got something from it. He... He used his connection to Michael and as part of his personality, as his approach to his profession, and he did something that was very closely related to his relationship with Michael. James Safetruck didn't, at least as far as the documentary reveals, didn't have a, a career that had anything to do with Michael or, or, or music or dancing or Hollywood, nothing. And so in my mind, even though... Was he trying to be a filmmaker? I think that was Robson. I think Robson was the one who was both doing small productions and also dancing. Um, and again, this is me speculating on human nature. It's not proof of anything or this is what they were trying to say. Like, this is just something I got from a second viewing, which was because when they were abandoned, when they got too old where he wasn't interested in them anymore sexually, which is pretty much the gist of it, like he would still talk to them occasionally, but he no longer needed them for his desires, for his wants. He no longer, he moved on. He had to get younger kids because he's broken disgusting human being um but basically when he let them out in the cold robson had something to something to to build from that on his career and safe chuck was just left out in the rain with like was what a, was that he was a child actor safe chuck sure did not stay a an actor in his 20s so when he's an adult he's like all i got from that was the abuse what he used me it was all a fucking lie, and I don't have any any medium, any passion left that at all, and doesn't justify it. But in our brains, since they're complex um, pieces of machinery where there's different things that that play in, there's different components. He didn't have anything left for to show for it outside of. Um, at the time, being young and thinking he was in a relationship. Like, at the time, he didn't think he was being abused. Neither of them did. Which is one reason I think they weren't able to admit that they were abused. Because I think to some degree, not only were they protecting the secret, they didn't want anyone to know, of course. It was embarrassing and frightening. But they didn't want to admit that it was bad. That would, it would crush you. You had, yeah. to, somehow, you had to somehow convince... I mean, these are... Uh, it would make it real. 
yeah, compartmentalization, denial. Um, uh, I mean, this is what we all do to get through the things that, that are otherwise too difficult to deal with in any moment. And when you're talking about sexual abuse of a child, triply so. Like, I, I don't even know, I don't even know, I wouldn't even know where to begin to deal with those emotions. And that's what, um, that's what Robson said when he said when his wife um, started asking him, like, were you abused? And he, I think it was after he'd already admitted it when it came out, he didn't, he said he wouldn't know how to respond. Like, he didn't, he would just freeze up and go, I don't know, I don't know. When she said, how do you feel? Why do you feel this way? And, it, and I was like, wow, how can you, I mean, literally, you're trying to get into the person, like, be there with them. And how do you freeze up with them? Actually, you're like, oh, how was it bad? Why would he do that? Like, and not having anything to say. But when it comes down to it, he had kept the biggest problem in his life, the thing that was the, the cornerstone of anything wrong with his existence. And he'd ignored that it existed, let alone deal with it. He'd, as a, to an adulthood, he'd never dealt with a problem. He didn't know how to deal with it. He didn't even know, he didn't have words. Whereas his wife, who didn't have any, she said she didn't have any experience with sexual abuse like that or child abuse like that. And you know, all humans, women, I'm doubly so is my thing today, but women doubly so, dealing with emotions, women love to get into that shit and solve problems, healthy ones. They just love it, they get her into it. So for her, it was like, I've already solved 150 problems I've had in my life and this is how I do it. He'd never solved a problem. So she's like, honey, how do we do it? Let's talk about it. He's like, ah, frozen. Yeah. That's, it, it makes sense. So, yes, um, I jumped, I, I didn't mean to jump into the Michael Jackson no, documentary, no, 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 no. but we were talking about sexual abuse. I'm sort of We're stealing. actually about a minute left. I think we, we are. should wrap it up. Why don't you wrap our, it up? I've been talking well, like an we idiot. got a guest coming in pretty soon. Uh, it's going to be great. Um, I really like the three minute, the, the three yeah. segments of ten minutes where we focus. It, it helps us be a little more focused, even though I don't want to be too focused. That's not really our thing. Right, 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 right. right. So yeah, we're gonna do this again. Mm -hmm. um, we we'll pick three new topics. Maybe we'll have people take uh, take some emails and topics people want us mm -hmm. to focus on in one show, and we'll give it a shot. Thanks okay. for checking in today, guys. We'll uh, see you on Thursday. All right, later. Later. Peace.